Hi everyone, today's July 29th, 2023, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week we have the new character, Selena. First time event for the character, so new cards from the event. And also we get the character, so we have uh, level up cards and dual skills. Uh, we also find out what the upcoming news is for this week and a lot of other um, little pieces. In Yu-Gi-Oh! Just as a reminder, you can get this podcast anywhere your podcast. Search the Dual Assessment Podcast, Dual Links Podcast, and all of the old episodes are available on WordPress, the dualassessment.wordpress.com. So my week, uh, mostly, as mentioned before, um, I had uh, received Diablo 4, so that's really been my number one uh, game. I'm a lot of fun with it. Um, if you have played the franchise before, it's pretty fun. Um, but I'm not like I well, I overdid it last weekend, I think. But you know, during the weekday, it's just hard to do so much with you know work and stuff. So don't go too hard every day. But I do play a little bit, and. Um, I kind of put the other games in the in the back burner a little bit, um, but for Duel Links, I did finish the last event. Got all the cards there. I got um, that was the Action Duels event. I got Selena already, so uh, that's done. And I just need to collect uh, the cards for her and level her up and stuff like that. In Master Duels, I finished up to a certain point with the Monster Festival. Turns out the Unchained deck I was using is pretty good. Um, pretty good against Labyrinth, actually. It's you know, a lot of surrenders against them. Um, just a solid deck. If you hate this event, which it's a pretty bad event. Um, there's also some free like stuff in Master Duels to celebrate the WCS going down. So um, I go pick up that free stuff. Uh, some of the new secret packs, I believe, which help trigger additional uh, packs and stuff. So, um, yeah. so um, let's get into some tournaments. Um, I just randomly pulled up Grand uh, Duels Grand Prix Thirty Three from Grand Harrier, uh, and there's a lot of uh, common decks in the same uh, in the top four, notably. Uh, the deck that is now, um, you know, it calls itself Odd Eyes Orchest, but it's really like a Pendulum Magician deck. Odd Eyes is Pendulum Magician, and there's some small Orchest component to it as well. But notably this week, uh, we have. Um, uh, oh, never mind. First place Daedalus, Raging Pendulum, uh, Odd Eyes Orchest. So. Um, this is a really uh, big deck. Notably, I guess this is notable. The um, card that was discussed last week is a very uh, solid but boring card. The Fire Opal Head has made its way into the deck. That's very interesting. So, Raging Pendulum is a really good skill. Of course, you get your get a lot of card advantage with the deck. And with the skill, one Odd Eyes Pendulum Dragon. 3 Oaf Dragon Magician, 3 Wisdom Eye Magician, 2 Performer Pal Skullcrow Joker. 
some other magician cards. Timebreaker Magician is one copy. Dharma Eye Magician, one copy. So these are not cards that you use too often in Master Duels, but they do have value as, you know, Pendulum 2 cards. Um, Orcus Tarpor, three copies of that. Tackle Crusader kind of falls into the same category as a defensive uh, Send to the Graveyard card. Two Orcus Nightmare, two Orcus Symbol Skeleton, three Dragon Pit Magician, one Dragon Pulse. That's typically how it's run. And Fire Opal Head does make it into the deck. Uh, Orchestrated Babel, three copies of Summoner's Art, and two Pendulum Call. Fire Opal Head making it into the deck is interesting. Well, Scale Zero has always been the thing, but it does get into six with Oath Dragon Magician. Uh, if you're running the rank 6 XDs, this deck uh, does run Beatrice. So that's a way to get into Beatrice. Um, that's one way to think about it. Second place, Twitch Profer, Raging Pendulum, Pendulum. I mean, Odd Eyes, Orcist. One Odd Eyes, Pendulum, Dragon. Three Oath, Dragon, Magician. Three Wisdom Eye. Two Skull Crowbat, Joker. One Time Breaker. Interesting setup here. There's three Dragon Pits, but no Dragon Pulse. Um, there's the one copy of the Time Breaker, no Dharma Eye. Uh, one Stego Cyber. That's a card that you just sent to the graveyard. Uh, similar. Uh, Tackle Crusader, similar card. Orcus Harpoor. Orcus Nightmare. Orcus Symbol Skeleton. World Legacy, World Wand. And then Spells 2. Pendulum Calls 2. Orcus Straight Return. Yeah, notably this deck doesn't really have one single build. This is just a 22-card deck versus the previous 30-card deck. A lot of the key elements are still here. Um, this deck does run Beatrice um, still. Top 4, Quantum Cubes, Raging Pendulum, Pendulum Magician. As discussed, this is um, a 20-card deck now, so there's even fewer Orcist elements. One Odd Eyes, Pendulum Dragon, three Oath Dragon, three Wisdom Eye. That seems to be pretty core, the three of those cards. We get one Time Breaker, one Noble Dragon Magician. This is usually not run, but it gives you a Synchro component, like a Tuner. Uh, we have Zephyros the Elite. This is just the regular, regular uh, level four monster that just comes out uh, when sent to the graveyard. Three Arcus Harpoor, one Orcus Symbol Skeleton. Three Dragon Pit Magician, three Pendulum Call. So this deck notably does not run Orchestrated Babel, World Legacy, World Wand, Orchestrated Return. Uh, more focused with the uh, Pendulum Magician component of the deck. And it's it, the the Noble Dragon lets you run some Synchro Monsters, so it does run Trishula, Zero Dragon of the Ice Barrier, Shooting Riser Dragon, and Dragoonity Knight. Trident is a card that we haven't seen really. And top four, Bell Dandy, Destiny Effect, Destiny Heroes. The Destiny Effects, the Dual Scott I haven't seen before, but um, when you normal summon a Destiny Hero monster, uh, you can set Polymerization and send a Malicious to the Graveyard, which is great from deck to Graveyard. Then you can Special Summon the Malicious back. And then also, all monsters on your field, level 8 or higher, gain 200 attack. That's good, because Destiny Heroes is a little underpowered. And from the third turn and onwards, you can return a banished Destiny Hero monster 
your deck and then add a plasma from your deck over here. This skill does a lot. Anyhow, this is a very old school Destiny Hero deck, though they do not run mass change anymore. One Destiny Hero Plasma, this is a card where you need three monsters. You set up this really uh, powerful card. Two Malicious. One Decider. Three Celestial. Two Drill Dark. And one Destiny Hero Dark Angel. This is a card we haven't really seen. Um, Reinforcement of the Army. Destiny Draw. And then just a lot of tech cards. Three Book of Moon. Three Cosmic Cyclone. Two Crackdown. One Compulsory Evac. Two Expendable Die. And Double ad Magic Armband. Deck we have Destiny Hero Dystopia. This is one of the new cards. Um, from Zillion Thunder. Destiny Hero Dangerous. Really the old uh, win condition for the deck. One Constellar Patalomi. One Abyss Dweller, and then some Link Monsters. Nightmare Unicorn, Extra Hero, Wonder Driver, their new Link Monster, Ferocious Flame Swordsman, and Nightmare Phoenix. Yeah, Destiny Heroes, pretty easy deck to play. Um, they're not using Mask Change anymore, but um, an effective Plasma. A lot of different ways to win. They have a, a nice toolbox in the extra deck as well. So when it comes down to the power rankings, it's pretty much the same stuff. Speedroids tier 1, 32 has taken over Odd Eyes 29, even though most of the decks we saw in these few tournaments were Odd Eyes, Pendulum Magician, Orcus decks. Tier 2, we have Orcus at 25. I think they're probably going for the pure version, or maybe they're counting the deck twice. Tier 3, we have Trickstars at 15, Rockets at 10. Resonators on an 8.5, and Destiny Heroes are still on an 8.5. So yeah, the Power Rankers have taken a weird step after they stopped adding to 100. It's harder to interpret what it all means now, but uh, means the meta. We have this Selena event right now, and uh, one of my gripes that I have with this whole... Um, I guess it's Arc 5, but they have... Um, and like have the characters not knowing who, like mistaking different identities because it's like four or five people in one. It goes with uh, Yuya has like many forms, and then also Zuzu has many, many forms. And you have these different people from the other forms, like the different worlds, confusing them, even though they look completely different. I think oh, um, it's always the excuse that they look exactly the same. Maybe the face is the same, but the different wacky hairs that they have in the, this anime makes it seem kind of silly. Like, they're confusing two different people. And this is happening nonstop. Like, every single character interaction is this. Like, you're them. No, I'm not. I, they're still stuck in their body, and I got out. So, that's really... <laughs> that's my gripe with the storyline. But, anyhow, you can get Selena here. Pretty easy event. And it's interesting, it's a first-time acquisition event. Like, Alito has a weight a little bit... Uh, Grandpa had to wait a little bit. The last few uh, characters were like that. But this is just like a straight up. We didn't have time to include her before. So now here she is. And notably she runs Lunalites. Um, a former meta deck. They're probably a tier 1 at some point. I remember that deck very well. I never played it. Uh, hence me not having all the cards. Um, but they were really good. And um, we'll see if the new cards do anything for them. So this is just for the event. 
farm event. I don't farm anymore, and you can get the cards easy by auto dueling. Have to do a gate a few times just to move the points along. But we have two cards here. Let's get through it. First one's Luna Light Blue Cat, Dark Level Four Beast Warrior, sixteen hundred, twelve hundred. If this is special summoned, you can target a Luna Light monster you control, except for Blue Cat. Its attack becomes double its original attack until the end of the turn. By battle or card effect, you can special summon a Lunar Light monster from your deck. In terms of facilitating fusion plays, the Yellow Martin's good at that. The Red Fox is good for like protection against targets. This card doesn't really do much. It just doubles the attack of a monster when special summoned. So as, as a normal summon, this does nothing. Um, which is okay, because then you could just set it if you're out of plays. Like, you could set it and then special summon something. But it must be special summon itself. It's more of like a win condition because it helps double the attack of a monster. Notably, the blue cat or the, um, later, the panther, the, I mean, sorry, cat dancer and then the panther dancer. Both cards that can kind of close out an enemy monster. So this doubles the attack of, the, of your monster. Makes me think it's good for the blue cat because the blue cat has 2400 attack, which is a little underwhelming. So you could get the 48, and like the blue cat will hold up the monster and attack it. So definitely useful for a win condition. Um, but it's not like a card. I don't think this blue cat is a card we need three of because it doesn't really do much besides that doubling of attack. So it's a card that you probably won't run one or two of, but it's not really like a mandatory card. So more good. It's a win more card a little bit, but better than win more. Like it's kind of like making sure your fusion monster can't hit over. Sir, helps you win faster and the win more part. The next card is really weird. It's Luna Light Serene Dance Continuous Trap. When a fusion monster is fusion summoned to your field, you can target one of those monsters. Apply these effects in sequence. Special summon a Luna Light token. It's a 2000-2000 build. That target gains 500 attack for each monster your opponent controls. And then during the main phase, you can banish this in the graveyard and send a Luna Light card from the hand to the graveyard and special summon a Luna Light monster from the deck. So this is a strange card because you give... It, it must be set for two turns at least because you can't activate it the same turn that you... Uh, fuse something on the turn one or turn two this is like a turn if you're going first it's a turn two card but then you're not you're not fusing during your opponent's turn if that makes any sense so it's a turn three if it's turn two you can yeah turn four so it's really like a two turn card and it can get knocked out at any point is your opponent a monster but really the whole goal of giving your opponent a monster is to attack it so you could kind of swing for game it's kind of the win condition of these Luna Lights. It's like the Cat Dancer or the Panther Dancer can keep a monster alive, hit it twice. Hopefully debuff its attack to zero, so then you could win just one or two attacks. But this is a lot. Like, you're asking to this to be set two turns, and then you fuse and you activate it. Uh, all just to give your opponent a token. There's easier ways to do it, um, as we'll discuss, and also... Uh, summoning a monster from the deck. There's other, you know, easier ways of doing it. The Cat Dancer kind of just does this on its own. Alright, so with 
uh, Selena. We have three new level up cards and six uh, exclusive dual skills. Let's get to the cards first. Greater polymerization, normal spell, fusion, a fusion, fusion summon a fusion monster from the deck using three or more monsters from your hands or field. If you do, it gains these effects, can't be destroyed by card effects, and also inflicts piercing on defense monsters. This is a straight up upgrade for any fusion card that runs more than three monsters. I can think of like an ancient gear monster or cyber dragon, a chimera tech overdrive. Cards like that, that kind of um, very powerful cards that can do it. Um, not being able to be destroyed by card effects is a nice bonus that your opponent may forget. So it can get bounced or banished, sure, but can't be destroyed by card effects. And inflicting piercing is nice. Um, not an ability to go out of your way for, but nice uh, to accumulate damage. So yeah, this is a card I would prioritize. Most archetypes do run their own fusion cards though including the lunalites so it may be it may behoove you to use your own archetype fusion card but this is good for those who either need an extra fusion card as a spare um, which this is good for the big monsters this can't be used for everyone um, but the problem with running multiple fusions is that it's not it doesn't always line up so let's say you're stuck with two monsters you can't even use this Whereas if you run regular polymerization, you can't. So there's a big downfall of this card, and your deck must be built a certain way in which you can tutor this card faster than just drawing it randomly. So, yeah, the danger of running two or more different fusion cards is that they don't always line up. So make sure that your deck needs this, first off. You need to build an extra deck with you know three material fusions, or else it's useless, and... Kind of like, you know, hedge how many regular fusions you can run versus this one. So, it's all about lining lining it up in the deck build. But I'm sure this is useful in some way. Alright, we get three copies of the Lunar Light Panther Dancer as well. Dark level 8, Beast Warrior Fusion, uh, Fusion of Cat Dancer, and a Lunar Light. So, it's just a straight up upgrade of the Cat Dancer. 2800, 2500. Must be fusion summoned with those materials. Cannot be destroyed by card effects. Once returned during your main phase, you can activate this effect. Uh, and for the rest of the turn, the first time each monster your opponent controls will be destroyed by battle. It's not destroyed. And then this card can attack all of your monsters at once. Twice per turn. If this destroys an opponent's monster by battle, this card gains 200 attack until the end of the battle phase. So... Because Cat Dancer is where it starts off, this is just an upgrade over it. Extra attack, 2800 over 24. And then you destroy something, you gain 200 attack. So this can be 3000. Notably, this can be destroyed by battle, but not by card effects. So it's a, it's a different effect than the Cat Dancer. Um, yeah, nice card. I would run this card. Um, not too many of this card. Again, Cat Dancer is more important. But... If you need the extra attack, then it's good. And also, like I said, it holds up an opponent's monster so you can hit twice for extra damage. And lastly, we have the boss monster, Lunar Light Leo Dancer, Dark Level 10 Beast Warrior Fusion. Uh, fusion of Panther Dancer and two Lunar Light monsters, 3,500, 3,000. Must be fusion summoned with those materials. 
cannot be targeted with card effects, can't be destroyed by opponent card effects. This card can make a second attack during each battle phase, once per turn. It just attacked an opponent's monster, destroy all opponent's special summons. So I didn't realize this, but they're kind of cascading. It's like Cat Dancers first, Panther Warriors next, and then the Leo is as last. But you have to use those materials. So yeah, it's it's trickier than I thought. I thought the Leo Dancer was three different monsters, but specifically the Panther Dancer. So it's like Excel fusing, if that makes any sense. Like you're you have to use a material that was fused prior. It's kind of a bummer, but it makes it it it, it it's a big nerf. Before, it it's like a power scale adjustment, I guess. But yeah, this is a really good card. Uh, win condition can't be targeted or destroyed by card effects, and it's thirty five hundred. So you have to hit over thirty five hundred really to neutralize this card because it can't go away otherwise. Once this is on the board, it's kind of hard to get rid of this. You probably getting into kaiju territory as a catch-up. I don't know, but this is a really tough card. And you could destroy all of your opponent's special summon monsters with one swing. So that's nice. Very nice uh, win condition, but it does require the previous two fusions at least. So Selena has some dual skills. Nothing too crazy, but it's not that bad either. We've seen some bad dual skills from Grandpa notably. And this is not these are fine skills overall. Alright, so Drawsense Beast Warrior. We know what Drawsense does, but this is only a thousand uh, life points. And you get a random Beast Warrior from your deck. First time this is done, a first character with it, which makes her useful for those Beast Warrior decks. Fire Formation comes to mind. Uh, I forget what else. Uh, how uh, those? No, those guys are warriors. Ba- Battle Boxers are warriors. So, um. Yeah, this this works for Luna Lights, of course. Any Beast Warrior deck. It's not the most played archetype, um, but useful whenever a Beast Warrior archetype does come out. You can consider using uh, Selena. Luna Light Resurgence. This is select one of your banished Luna Light cards, return it to your deck or graveyard. So there's certain cards like Yellow Martin, for example. Crimson Fox has a really good banish from graveyard ability. And then you get to recycle the card. Typically, if you're running those cards, three of them, you don't need it again. And this doesn't let you draw the card again. I guess this is more for the Crimson Fox, because then you could send it back to the graveyard where it's useful as another protection. Yeah, that's the play. Uh, Luna Light Resurgence is the play for Crimson Fox in the graveyard. Luna Light Step can it can be activated during your next turn after your Luna Light Fusion Monster attacks. Change the battle position of all your, your opponent's monsters and make their attack and defense half. Uh, you can only attack with Luna Light fusions during this turn. Yeah, this is a really slow skill. Uh, it's kind of like the trap card discussed earlier, but this is like after you attack them, they survive, they do their turn, and then you can change their battle positions or make them half attack and defense, which is like. This does nothing if you already won, so it's kind of it could be a useless dual skill, but it's also one that can prevent your opponent from catching up. So it's really it, silly. It's kind of a silly ability, like preventing your opponent from catching up. Luna Light Whirlor. This is like a free to play skill, but you add a blue cat, purple butterfly, Luna Light Fusion, and then also the Cat Dancer to your extra deck. Each time your opponents, your life points drop by fifteen hundred, you can tutor a Lunalite Fusion instead of any draw card. So, 
you know, free play skill, you get those free cards. Not Yellow Martin or Crimson Fox, but some other cards. Yeah, not much to say about that. Mystical Moon. Can be used the turn you special summon the Fusion Monster. Equip a Mystical Moon from your graveyard to a Beast Warrior. If it's the first time you're using this skill, you can equip Mystical Moon from outside your deck. Mystical Moon is a card I have. It's one of the first equips ever made. They made some random equip spells for different types. So this is one for Beast Warriors where they gain 300 attack and defense. That's it. This is just a 300 attack buff. Unequipped spell when it could have been done as a dual skill. Yeah, it's a really silly skill. Not very useful. Silver Moon was the one who did Mystical Moon. And of course, Mystical Moon, I think, was used with the Giant Soldier of Stone play. Waltz of the Nightlight. This is probably the best skill. Can be used if you have Cat Dancer on the field. A Lunar Light Cat Dancer. Play a non-fusion Lunar Light Monster from your graveyard and face down defense. Then play a monster with the highest attack from your opponent's graveyard to their field and attack. During the turn you use this skill, you cannot special summon monsters except for Lunar Light Fusions. Basically, if you have Cat Dancer, you can get a monster back from your board and then your opponent. You use Cat Dancer to tribute that monster you have, and then you make your opponent's zero, and then you attack twice for game. That's really it. Now, the, the opponent monster could have an effect, so really that's the danger here. Uh, that's kind of why that trap card gives your opponent a token, so they have no effect. So, yeah, this is a way to set up a, a OTK, very cheap way of setting up an OTK, assuming your opponent has a monster in the graveyard with no effect. You could run this skill with, you know, like a board clear, different back row protection cards, and then you're pretty much set as a cheap win, so... Um, it's like setting up a win on a T-ball. You could just hit it like right then there. and Yeah, nothing bad about this. But uh, this is probably the skill to use, I would say, for Lunar Light players. Probably the best skill they have. Alright, so that is Selena. Um, lastly, you're going to talk about the Dual Capsule. We have a new card, Scab Scar Knight, Dark Level 4, Warrior 0-0. Zero, zero. You can only control one of these. Uh, cannot be destroyed by battle. If it's in face-up defense, destroy it. Your opponent, monsters your opponent controls must attack this. If able, at the end of the battle phase, if this card battled, you can take control of one of your opponent's monsters that battled. This is like a little stall card. I never made it to the card game, thankfully. It would have, would have been really annoying back in the day. But it must be left in attack. So your opponent can probably destroy this. They can't destroy it, but they can destroy your life points by attacking us a few times. So you have to run some kind of back row to protect this card. And then you can kind of steal your opponent's monsters. But there's easier ways to do it now. There's um, the Metal Foes card um, with zero attack. You can kind of absorb your opponent's monster. Relinquished is a way to do it. There's a lot of different ones that kind of equip your opponent's monster and then destroy them secretly. I don't know, but this is not... Nothing amazing. It can be annoying, I see. Okay, so basically next week we'll have a winner of the WCS, I believe. It says the 4th to the 6th. So next weekend this will be going on. 
upcoming news, as mentioned, early August, August 4th to 6th, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! World Championship 2023 Duel Links. I guess I'll wait till that comes out before I do my podcast. Turbo Duel Grand Prix, New York Hard Rampaging, Smash Tank, Rhino Saber, and SR, X-Saber, Paschal. X-Sabers were really, there's not an appealing archetype to me, but you get some support there. And Tour Guide Mission, Bingo. Mid-August, Yugo Returns, New Skill, Speedroid Gear Changer. We have Legacy Duels again, and Mission Circuit. And finally, late August, Z1 is retired. No more Z1 event. Obtain Alito, so you get hopefully get some nice battling boxer cards and Duel Links Mission Research. That is it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>